0: What up, yo? Welcome to the Fantasy Knockout Football Podcast. I am your host, Mark Shanep, and today is October, Tuesday, October 30th. That's right, it's the Week 9 Waiver Wire Show. What players are we going to be adding to our teams to make us that much better to make the playoffs? That's awesome. We'll go over some quarterback streams, Uh, but quick, are you guys all ready for Halloween? You guys got your costumes and all that? I want to know what you guys are going to be, so... Send some uh, selfies, pictures of the family, the kids. Send those, post those on Facebook, post those on Instagram. Tag the show. We'd love to see those those uh, costumes and outfits and all that stuff. I uh, had some friends. They had a Halloween party this past weekend. The whole family was really, really cool. They all had the butterfly wings. They face painted themselves. They looked like um, butterflies. And then on their shirts, they each had their own social media logo. So one was a Twitter, one was Facebook, and Instagram and whatnot, and it was kind of cool. They were the social butterflies. It was really cute, you know, family oriented. It was kind of cool. So, yes, send those my way. I'd love to see those, share those. It's really cool. We got Halloween this week, tomorrow. Got to be super excited. So, cool. All right, where can you find the show? We can find the show. Many different platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean. And also the website, fantasyknockout.com. Speaking of the website, you can go there at the very bottom. There's the media player we'll play the last or the latest episode. Um, We also can go to the episode section on the website and listen to previous episodes. So if you want to go back and hit up something, you can listen to some of those. Pretty cool. Uh, Speaking of the website, I made a little addition if you haven't noticed. Going forward, I'm going to put um, the current week. And I'll put a little list of waiver players to add that, you know, we talk about on the show here. So if you can't listen to the episode right away, you need to quickly glance at some of the stuff. You can do that and listen to the episode later. Totally cool. And then we'll also put the starts of the week on there towards the end of the week when that episode releases as well. So kind of a little little addition there with the the website at FantasyKnockout.com. Also, you want to make sure you subscribe to the show. You don't want to miss out. You want to make sure you get every episode. That really helps us out. And then also support the show by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash fantasy knockout. Um, with that, you can, when you sign up, it's a little donation, $5 a month. Pretty cool. It helps the show out. But then you also get priority questions. Um, I got a little forum there. You submit your questions. You just type on your questions. And I'll get on there and answer them for you. And anything you want. Trades. Players to pick up, guys to start, guys to sit, guys to drop. You want to know my favorite color? All that kind of stuff. Feel free to uh, ask away on that. It's pretty cool. Let's jump right into the news. Mm -hmm. News with views. All right, to start it off, Coach Hugh Jackson of the Cleveland Browns. Fired! Offensive coordinator Todd Haley of the Cleveland Browns fired that's right they fired both of them they fired Hugh Jackson first and then about a couple hours later they announced Todd Haley's gone what does this mean Cleveland's in you know they're not happy with their coaches I don't understand it I, I understand the Hugh Jackson thing I thought Todd Haley was the uh, would be the apparent like heir to the throne you know coach there that could take that team around but I guess they didn't like what they saw with him so what does this mean? Greg Williams, he's the going to be the interim head coach there. Um, Cleveland's going to be Cleveland this year. You know, they'll have some interesting games, and then they'll have some dead games. So, um, you know, players there, it's going to be rough. Sometimes, some weeks they'll have good weeks. Otherwise, not. Next, we got quarterback Jameis Winston of the Tampa Bay Bucks. He was benched in mid-game. Uh, they brought in Fitzpatrick, you know, and this was after Winston threw four interceptions. Uh, Fitzpatrick came in, looked good. And the Bucks announced that Fitzpatrick is going to be their starting quarterback this week. Um, it, it's very interesting what's going on there in Tampa Bay. Uh, Dirk Cutter, the coach there, if, if he's playing for his job, if he's doing, if he's coaching for his job, he would start Fitzpatrick rest of the season because he gives them the best chance to win. If Cutter's going to, you know, be the, um, the team coach and do everything right for the team. He'll put in Winston and see what they have left with Winston and maybe try to trade him or something or or let him go next year. Who knows? So Fitzpatrick, nice addition this week. If you need a quarterback, uh, we're gonna stick with the quarterback. So we got quarterback Derek Anderson of the Buffalo Bills. He is expected to miss Week Nine with a concussion. Uh, what does this mean? Nathan Peterman, he's back again and he's going to get Chicago. So start your Bears. The the defensive Bears are going to eat him alive. And then this little bit of news, quarterback C.J. Bethard of the Niners, his wrist is uncertain for Thursday's game against the Raiders. So that's a little interesting. That might be a little uptick for some Raider players and and, um, stuff like that. So pretty cool. All right, we got some trades because today, Tuesday the 30th at uh, 1 p.m. Pacific time was the end of the trade deadline. There were some major trades that happened. Uh, we're going to go over some defensive guys real quick just to hit them up. Defensive back Haha Clinton Dix of the Green Bay Packers was traded to Washington for a 2019 fourth-round pick. So that helps Washington out a little bit. I was kind of surprised that Green Bay was going to give him up. I mean, I knew he was he was doing all right, um, and he was a free agent at the end of the season. So, I mean, not too surprised, but that, that helps uh, Washington's defense a little bit. He's not a bad player. And then this is a good one. Defensive line, Dante Fowler of the Jacksonville Jaguars. He got traded to the Los Angeles Rams for a 2019 third and a 2020 fifth round pick. That helps the Rams out. I mean, that defense just keeps getting stronger and stronger. They got Aaron Donald. They got, uh, you know, Dante Fowler now. And uh, Ndamukong Suh. I mean, geez, that, that's that's a all-star front line, so. Next, we got running back Ty Montgomery of the Green Bay Packers. Man, the Packers were busy. He got traded to Baltimore for a 2027th round pick. Um, fantasy impact wise, let's look at Green Bay side. That really helps the Aaron Jones. That means they trust him going forward. They like him and Jamal Williams. So no more, not as much of an RBBC, the running back by committee. So Aaron Jones gets a nice boost, and then Baltimore side. Um, I think they're just making some accommodations because Alex Collins and Buck Allen are not getting it done for them. And maybe they're going to try something new because Montgomery's a great receiving back, decent running back. And uh, with their new quarterback there in Baltimore with uh, Lamar Jackson, I think they're going to try to play some interesting schemes and stuff. So it'll be interesting going forward. Uh, Rest of season this year, Montgomery, not really anything to worry about. I, You know, he should be on the waivers. Just li- leave him there. The next, we got two uh, receivers. First, we got right wide receiver, Golden Tate of the Detroit Lions. He got traded to Philadelphia for a 2019 third-round pick. Wow. Uh, that's interesting because he was one of the best out of the three receivers there in Detroit with Galladay and Jones and him. He was the most productive there. Um, Philadelphia, this is awesome. Great for Philadelphia. Um, good news for Detroit, too, because that kind of clears up this muddy – three wide receiver monster in in Detroit. So Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones both get an increase. They're going to do well there. And then uh, Philadelphia, we're just going to talk about them. Nelson Aguilar was the guy in the slot. You got got Jordan Matthews as well. And now you got Golden Tate. You got three slot receivers. Uh, Aguilar has not done anything on the outside. With Tate and Matthews there, Aguilar's done in Philly. I don't I think they're moving on from this this first round pick that they did a couple years back. Uh, so go ahead and drop Aguilar. I don't see anything, you know, any more really. I, mean, I might have one or two games the rest of the season that, that are fantasy worthy, but you know, good luck predicting those. Uh, so Golden Tate going forward, nice, nice addition there in Philly. That'll help them out with Alshon on the outside. Ertz in the middle with Tate as well. Just that team's just getting stronger and prepping and getting ready for the playoffs. So nice addition there. Uh, next, wide receiver Demarius Thomas of the Denver Broncos. He was traded to the Houston Texans for a 2019 fourth round pick. Fantasy wise for Denver, this means Cortland Sutton's was going to take over. Thomas was a free agent at the end of this year. John Elway, basically the you, know, you know the GM there, basically said we're going to get something for him and not bad for a fourth that's that's pretty good and so going forward you got Emmanuel Sanders and Cortland Sutton there in Denver which um, we'll talk about Sutton later on in the show now let's talk about Houston because they lost Will Fuller he's out for the season he's banged up and Hopkins needs needs some help he can't just do it all himself Fuller was having a nice season there uh with Watson uh Originally, before this trade, I was going to go Kiki Kuti was the guy, the number one pickup this week. I still like Kuti. He'll do all right. He is, you know, the rookie receiver there. Uh, But they're going to go with Thomas. They're going to try to help that middle with Thomas and whatnot. So Thomas is not a bad play. Decent offense. Hopefully he can uh, get things figured out there, the playbook and all that stuff, and they can utilize him pretty good. All right. uh, Next two little things. Wide receiver AJ Green he, on the Cincinnati Bengals. He's on bye this week, uh, but he was seen with a walking boot, and they're saying he's expected to be fine. And, you know, he's got his bye, like I said. So he'll be fine to recover, and he'll be good to go come week 10. And then the last bit quarterback Ben Roethlisberger of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He has a fractured left non throwing index finger. So on his left hand, not, you know, he doesn't throw with that hand, but he does grip the ball. Uh, so he's got it. Uh, fractured index finger and they expect him to be fine and not miss any time they'll just wrap it up make it you know like they'll double tape the finger whatnot so he'll be fine please follow the show on twitter at fantasy knockout and also on instagram at fantasy underscore knockout main event all right thursday night's game real quick we have the oakland raiders against the san francisco 49ers that's going to be an interesting game you know, possibly no better. Raiders or yeah, you know, so it'll be an interesting fun game. I know I'll be watching it cause that's uh, my team and whatnot, but yeah, it'll be interesting. So all right, let's get in right into some waiver wire pickups. Let's go to tight ends. I'm going to mention this first guy just because he had 92% of the snaps in Indy. His name is Jack Doyle. I know he's on bye this week, but if you can afford to stash him, he is worth the pickup And hold on to because Ebron only had 9% snaps. Jack Doyle is the tight end going forward in Indy as long as he stays healthy. He's about 30% owned in both ESPN and Yahoo League. So he is available. So go ahead and if you can stash him, great. Pick him up this week. Otherwise, you're going to be fighting some people next week for him. But if you need a tight end to play this week, Ed Dixon of the Seattle Seahawks. He's about 1% or 2% owned right now. He is widely available. He's looking good up there in Seattle. He's getting it done. So you can go ahead and stream Dixon if you need a tight end this week because, oh, sorry. We're going to talk some bye weeks. This is the bye We got six teams on bye this week. I completely forgot. The New York Giants, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Indianapolis Colts, and the Arizona Cardinals. Six teams on bye. This is going to be a hard week for fantasy. Not a lot of options. So go ahead, if you need a tight end, if you had Uzuma or Ertz or Ingram or, or, you know, Ebron or Doyle or anything like that, go ahead and pick up Dixon. He can help you out. Maybe um, Advance McDonald's out there. I know he's about 40% owned right now. He's not a bad play because Pittsburgh's got Baltimore. I don't love it, but, you know, you could do worse. Um, let's get right into some running backs. So, started off, we're going to go Peyton Barber, Tampa Bay Bucks. This is because Ronald Jones is dinged up. He tweaked his hammy or groin or something like that. I forget. And Peyton Barber is going to be the guy there. I don't love it because he's about 50% owned right now. Uh, If you need a running back, I mean, it's week nine. So, if you need a running back, he's got to go get. um, But this next guy, we're going to talk. Josh Adams of the Philadelphia Eagles. Mark. Why are we talking about guys on bye to pick up on their bye week? Don't you not want to do that? I know. Listen to me, Josh Adams of the Eagles. He's going to be the running back going forward in Philly. I like him a lot. Uh, Clements just not doing it. They just don't like Clement. Uh, Adams did great. He outsnapped uh, Clement and um, and uh, what's the, Smallwood. So Adams right now is about one percent owned. He is he's available out there. So go ahead and pick him up stash onto him this week because next week people will be more on it and you know just be smart get him a week early make sure you got him on there and i'm going to hit two other guys that are probably owned but you just double, want to double check aaron jones of the green bay packers he's about 50 percent owned in espn and 75 percent in yahoo uh because why well, uh, ty montgomery he's out he's no longer in green bay Aaron Jones is the guy. They, they are trusting him. He got the start. He's getting more snaps than Jamal Williams. So go ahead and trust Aaron Jones. He's got a nice matchup this week against New England. He should be very active. Um, and then the last guy, we got Ito Smith of the Atlanta Falcons. He's about 35, 38% owned right now. I don't love him, but if you need a running back, you know, Atlanta, they're going against Washington. So you could use him if you need to. And then we're gonna talk one more stash, you know, for the bye week. Elijah McGuire of the Jets. So, Bilal Powell was placed on IR. He's out for the season. And it was kind of interesting because at the beginning of the year, it seemed like the Jets didn't want to go with Powell. It's just, it, it's weird in Powell's career there in New York. It's, the, I don't know what he did. Did he piss somebody off or something upset somebody? It just seemed like they never liked using him, even though he was the most talented running back they've had. Um, so Crowell is still there, but Elijah McGuire is more of the scat back receiving back. He's got a lot of talent. They liked him to start with. He is. So here's the thing. He is on IR on the pup IR return. He should be returning next week. So go ahead. If you have that IR spot and it's available, pick him up, stash him in there. And then when he comes ready, you got a nice running back that should, uh, should do well. So Elijah McGuire, of the jets was a, is a, it's a later stash. Maybe if you can get a, running back the for week 10, 11 and 12 or 13 right before the playoffs if you need if you need some help there. Wide outs, we got some wide receivers. My number 1 guy this week, Cortland Sutton of the Denver Broncos. And that's cuz Demaryius Thomas is gone. Sutton was already starting to see a rapport with Case Keenum. He was already starting to get the targets. Um he's very talented and Denver wants to see what they have going forward. I mean, so they're going to go with Sutton. Sanders is a little dinged up. Um, they're gonna trust and see what they have with Sutton. Sutton is very talented receiver, so I like what they have going there. So Sutton definitely my number one receiver this week. He's about 15% owned right now in league, so he's out there. Get him, don't miss out. Uh, he could be the difference maker for your team this season, rest of season. Um, next couple guys, I'm gonna talk about Chris Godwin of the Tampa Bay Bucks. He's about 50% owned right now. Um, we're saying him because of Fitzpatrick. When when Fitzpatrick was playing. He always looked Godwin's way, so um, Godwin is a nice pickup if you need somebody this week for the buys, but uh, we're going to talk another rookie here, DJ Moore of the Carolina Panthers. He's about 15% owned as well. The The Panthers are doing the same thing as Denver is. They want to see what they have with their rookie going forward, so they're going to go with um, Funches and Moore, and he's getting that rapport with uh, Cam Newton. And North Turner, the coach, the uh, the OC there in uh, Carolina, he's he's doing really well. I mean, it's not sexy, flashy, but the Panthers are are quietly like a solid team. I think they're what like five and two or six and two or something like that. Um, solid team. They're winning. Uh, Cam Newton's throwing the ball. He's running the ball pretty good. McCaffrey's looking solid. So you know, DJ Moore's not a bad pickup for the rest of the season as well. And then I'm going to mention three other guys real quick. They're they're not as heavily owned. Devontae Parker of the Miami Dolphins. He had a nice game last week. Was very involved there with Stills banged up and uh, Albert Wilson on IR. You got Danny Amendola and Parker there that are going to be catching the ball from Osweiler who knows how to play in the system there in Miami with his head coach, um, Adam Gase. So Parker, not a bad stash. Still just don't trust him quite a bit yet but i mean if you need a better option go ahead and play him this week and then the next two guys we got david moore of the seattle seahawks he's had a couple touchdowns the last few weeks him and wilson has got something going on uh he's about five percent owned right now uh so dj moore i mean he's doing it he's being productive it's not a sexy name so go ahead and pick him up if you need somebody and then the last guy brandon lafell of the oakland raiders He's about 1% owned. It looks like he's probably the number one receiver there. You got Jordy Nelson and him and Cook. Uh, So if you needed somebody, somebody to start, you can go ahead and do that. Um, Let's get to the streaming quarterbacks. So we got two this week. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Tampa Bay Bucs is the number one. You know, no surprise there. I think everybody kind of can figure that one out on their own. Tampa Bay is going against Carolina, whose defense is doing better. But he's going to be airing it out. He's probably gonna have a couple interceptions, but he's gonna throw for a ton of yards. What you hope is he gets some touchdowns, throws it deep, gets some of those long bombs. He's been good lately when he's played, and he should be Fitz Magic again, and not this Fitz Tragic. So go ahead and start your Fitzpatrick. I got I'm gonna go with him in a couple of my leagues. And then the last guy, we got Derek Carr of the Oakland Raiders. Uh, the Niners have given up 18 touchdowns. They're second most in the league right now car lit up indy last week he's looking good he's um one of the most efficient quarterbacks this season he's also pretty high in yards throwing for a lot of yards it's not a lot of touchdowns it is the niners so it'll be an interesting game it is a thursday night game i don't advise doing that unless you have to unless they're a stud but if you have nobody else the car's not a bad play and then i'll mention one other gun baker mayfield if he's out there He's got a nice matchup. They should be playing from behind. You got Cleveland going against Kansas City. Um, you know Baker should be okay. It's just I don't love it because of the new coaching and all that stuff. So, but if you got nothing else, you got Fitzpatrick, Derek Carr, and Baker Mayfield as options for streaming this week. And then let's couple talk a let's talk a couple defenses real quick. Uh, Kansas City. Well, first off, if Chicago's out there, pick them up just because they're going against Buffalo and Nate Peterman, and just, you know, you're going to love that matchup. Chicago's going to eat them alive. I don't see them being available in many leagues, but just double-check. You never know. They could be out there. Scoop them up, start them, and love the uh, amazing play this week. Uh, Next, we're going to talk Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I I know. They haven't been this fantastic defense, um, but when it comes to fantasy, they score so many points that uh, the defense just has to do enough. And it's, they're going against Cleveland. You know, you got Baker, new coaching staff. Um, they're going to be playing from behind. So that gives the, more opportunities for Kansas City to get sacks and interceptions. So I like this play. They did well against Denver last week, too. They said they put up a solid point, uh, couple points for you. And then the last one, we got the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I know. They got Tennessee on Monday night. Mariota hasn't been doing anything special. They looked a little better in that London game against the Chargers, but... Tennessee is still just meh. They don't score a lot of points. And Dallas has quietly had an excellent year defensively. I mean, they've only allowed, uh, they're allowing under 17 points a game. You know, so they're just not letting people score on them. So that's good. Tennessee school doesn't score a lot of points to begin with. So I see that going forward being a, a not a bad play. So um. I want to say thank you for listening to the show. We got the week. Nine start sits. We got some studs we want to talk about. Which guys are in the flex? We're going to figure out who to play this week. Check out the website, fantasyknockout.com. Got the rankings coming up tomorrow. They're up now, but I'll really tweak them and hone them in tomorrow so you'll know who to play and who to start over who. Um, follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Knockout and on Instagram at Fantasy underscore knockout. Thank you guys. And glad to be back. And you know Until next time, hey, have a safe Halloween, get lots of candy, play some funny pranks on your kids by telling them you ate it all. Until next time, goodbye.